nurses, have you ever been lucky enough to have multiple simultaneous job offers? Would you like to know what factors to consider when and if this happens to you? Let's talk about job offers and multiple job offers right here on episode 131 of The Nurse Keith Show. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to The Nurse Keith Show. Thanks for being part of The Nurse Keith Nation, whether you're listening for the first time or you've been tuning in for months or even years. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that can get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. I'm a member of the Pulse Media Network of Podcasters, along with RNFM Radio, Elizabeth Scala's Your Next Shift, the Gluten-Free RN with Nadine Grzyzkowiak, and the Introvert Biz Growth Podcast with my friend Sarah Santa Croce. Please find Pulse Media Network at pulsemedianetwork.com. I want to remind you that you can help other people find The Nurse Keith Show by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, which we also sometimes refer to as iTunes. Could you do that for me, pretty please? Leaving a rating and review really helps other people find the show, and I would love for you to do it for me. If you want to see the show notes for this episode, hop on over to nursekeith.com forward slash episode 131. That is nursekeith.com forward slash episode 131. Three, one. Anyway, I'm thrilled you're here. I'm always happy to be here with you on the audio waves. So let's dig into today's topic. Come on. Nurses, when you're in the nursing job market, receiving a job offer can be like a lifeline's been thrown to you. It's like finding a buoy in the middle of the ocean when you feel like you've been drowning. And when you get multiple job offers at the same time, it is what I'd like to say is an embarrassment of riches that looks more like a lifeboat or a cruise liner coming along to scoop you up out of the ocean. So, you know, recently I was talking to one of my career coaching clients and she is lucky and blessed enough to have received multiple job offers from several facilities where she's actually very excited to work. Neither of them are in the area of the country where she lives, but she is still thrilled and also somewhat struggling with how to make this difficult career decision as a relatively new nurse. She actually flew to several cities in order to sit for those interviews. And you know what? She nailed it. And if she's listening right now, I just want her to know how proud I am of her. And she knows who I'm talking about because she can be on cloud nine right now and really should be celebrating her success. And friends, when you receive a job offer as a nurse and a healthcare professional, there's a lot to think about. What are the factors that mean the most? And whether you received one job offer or two or three at the same time, these are things you really need to dig into to make sure you make a choice that works for you. Now, Money, 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 money. That's what we often think about when a job offer comes along and when we're thinking about what job to take if we have several offers on the table. Yes, salary is super important. I know you've got bills to pay. 
you might have massive student loans to pay off, and you need to earn enough to put food on the table, save for retirement, pay for your kid's school, have a vacation, all the things that go with having a life in the 21st century. You also want to make sure that the money you're being offered, the amount that has been quoted for you, does it make sense? So consider if the salary that's been put on the table in front of you is commensurate with your level of experience, your skills, your knowledge, and your expertise, as well as your level of education. One thing to do when you're looking at a salary that has been put in front of you as an enticement for a job is to do some research. You need to dig and see what are nurses earning in that particular geographic area in jobs that are somewhat similar to the job that you've been offered or the job that you're considering. Geography is very important here because nursing salaries can vary greatly around the United States and around any country if you happen to be listening in France or China or Ecuador or anywhere you're listening. Nursing salaries are going to differ and you need to do the research so you know what other people with similar education and skill are earning in that area for a job relatively similar to the one you're thinking about. And when you have multiple positions on tap, when you have several offers that have been made, you, my friends, have the upper hand when it comes to salary negotiation. You always want to negotiate in good faith, of course. You don't want to negotiate for a job that you have no intention of receiving, and you don't want to burn any bridges along the way. However, if one job that you're relatively interested in has offered you, let's say, $75,000 an hour. $75,000 an hour. Wouldn't that be amazing if they've offered you $75,000 a year and the other position has offered you $85,000 a year? You can let the former one know that you prefer to work for them, but you've been offered more money by a competing employer who is also vying for your employment, vying for your skills and for you to become part of their team. If the first place really wants you, they may up the ante. They may not be able to make it to 85, but they may say, well, we'll offer you 80. Or they might offer you some more benefits to entice you over to their side. So you can play your cards slightly close to your chest and see if you can edge that salary up just a little bit so you feel even better about accepting the position. Just a few moments ago, I mentioned benefits. So let's talk about benefits for a second. Money isn't everything, but I know you also need to make sure you're covering your expenses and earning an amount that won't make you feel resentful or make you feel that you're being underpaid for the level of skill and experience and expertise that you have. However, benefits mean a lot too, and benefits do translate into money in a lot of ways. And a job that offers slightly less money per hour or salary per year might make it up to you in other ways, and you need to consider those. One would be vacation time and time off. If they're offering you four weeks of paid vacation, that might play into your lifestyle. 
in the ways in which you like to vacation and have fun and take time off from work. And it might be worth earning a little bit less per year and trade that off for a lot more vacation time and time off. In a competitive market, there are also sign-on bonuses. Usually sign-on bonuses I've heard of are as much as $10,000. You might get a piece of it after six months and a piece of it after 12. You might have to work for that entire 12 months to get the sign-on bonus. You might get a little bit right up front and then the rest when you stay for a while. It all depends on the employer and how they play with that sign-on bonus arithmetic, but that can be a real enticement to get a chunk of change at a particular time. Something else to think about at this time in the 21st century is health insurance. If you've been in the Affordable Care Act market like I am, if you have insurance through the federal government, through Obamacare and the Affordable Care Act, you may feel like that is a little bit of a risky proposition these days, and I wouldn't blame you for thinking that if you live here in the United States. So if you're being offered awesome health insurance, that might include eye care, dental care, et cetera, that is definitely money in the bank. So you need to think about that and look at the details of the health insurance plans being offered, especially if you have multiple job offers on the table and you need to choose between them. Another thing to look out is retirement plans. What kind of retirement plan is there? And any other factor or benefit that might come to bear. Speaking of other benefits, relocation expenses are being paid to certain nurses and healthcare professionals in this very competitive job marketplace. So if one of your potential workplaces is offering you a very substantial and significant relocation benefit and the other is not offering you anything, that is another chip with which you can do some negotiating in terms of relocation costs. Several of my clients over this last year or so have received pretty significant relocation bonuses. So that is not something to ignore or turn your nose up at. Relocation can be really expensive. Finally, another benefit that you want to think about and ask about is tuition reimbursement. And this has to do with your professional growth and career advancement over time. You might be earning less at a particular job that you've been offered and that you're thinking of accepting. However, if you can get your tuition reimbursed for, let's say, a master's degree program to become an advanced practice registered nurse, well, that is certainly money in the bank. If you can get out of NP school without any student loans and then have to stay just for one or two years to basically pay back that tuition reimbursement by giving them your blood, sweat, and tears for a couple of years, that can be an incredible investment in your future and your professional growth. Now, speaking of advancement, and professional growth, this can be a little bit harder to assess when you're looking at a workplace, but some employers will make it clearer than others in terms of how they encourage nurses and how they grow their nurses through mentoring, through preceptorship, how they help nurses to move upward and outward in their careers in the nursing hierarchy in their particular workplace. 
So if you can, you want to assess how nurses grow and if nurses grow in a particular facility that you're thinking of working in. If you can talk to other nurses who've worked for that employer, that's great. You can sometimes find them on LinkedIn, or maybe you through some professional connections, you can talk to someone who has an experience of that particular workplace. You want to find out if they felt like they were encouraged to grow, or if they were basically cogs in a wheel and nobody really cared whether they grew professionally or not while they were employed there. And remember that growth doesn't necessarily always come in the form of a vertical move or a promotion. It can also come in the ability for you to work on a special project, to work on committees, to co-author a paper through research, anything that might tap your interests, to tap your skills, and help you to build your resume for the future is worthy of consideration. So if you have multiple job offers, you need to figure out which employer is going to give you the most incentive and who's going to offer you the most potential for growth as a nursing professional and healthcare professional while you're gainfully employed there. Another thing that is difficult to assess in a workplace before you've been there, but is important to try to figure out if you can glean anything at all, is the workplace culture. This is meaningful, it's important, but it's also a little bit, may I say, elusive. Unless you can talk to people who've been there, boots on the ground, and can give you some direct feedback about the culture. So if you've been offered a ton of money, to work at a hospital where it is known that bullying and intimidation and harassment and aberrant behavior are rampant and nothing is being done about it, how much is it worth it for you to work there and make that amount of money if you're going to be in an extremely negative workplace environment? It's not really worth much at all. You can't always find out these things through casual conversation, but whatever you can find out through LinkedIn connections, friends, acquaintances, colleagues, even people who are talking and chatting on online forums that you can find, this will help you to understand what's going on behind the scenes. So any way that you can pull the curtain back on a particular workplace will be really helpful to help you look and try to examine what the workplace culture is. Like I say in the show notes here, culture also means how nurses are treated by administration, how they're rewarded for their work, how they're recognized, and if the organization invests in its nurses or if it's mostly just lip service. Now that investment might go back to what we talked about earlier in terms of benefits when you think about tuition reimbursement. If they're paying you to go to school to become an advanced practice nurse, and then they want you to work there as an advanced practice nurse, that is part of the culture. They're looking to see their nurses grow, to earn more degrees, to earn more skills, to have more expertise. So that can be the sign of an organization that values its nurses and wants to see them really move forward. So more money doesn't necessarily make you happier if you're going to burn out in the process of earning it in a negative workplace culture. However, you need to weigh what you can learn about this particular employer and facility so that you can make a prudent choice. Hey. 
Hey folks, we're going to take a pause for the cause just to talk a little bit about the National Nurses and Business Association Annual Conference, which was rescheduled due to Hurricane Irma and is now going to be held November 17th to 19th in St. Pete's Beach, Florida, right near Tampa. Now, the National Nurses and Business Association has been around for a long time. It's my favorite conference of the year, and you can come there and rub shoulders with some of the most famous and savvy nurse entrepreneurs on the planet, including Kevin Ross, Sean Dent, Renee Thompson, Donna Cardillo, Louise Jakubik, and so many others. Michelle Podlesny is the amazing president of NNBA, and she will be your guide through the entire weekend experience. That's in St. Pete's Beach, Florida, November 17th to 19th, 2017. I'll be there with my RNFM radio pals. We're going to be having a lot of fun. It's a relatively small and intimate conference, so you can really dig deep and talk to people and get to know the speakers and really have a grand old time. We always have fun at the NNBA, and we'd love for you to join us. So check us out. Head over to the show notes at nursekeith.com, and you can click on the link, check out the conference, and consider joining us in St. Pete's Beach. Hope to see you there. Now we're going to get into some other issues that are important. And when you're thinking about a job, and especially if you're thinking about relocating even to another part of the country, whatever country you live in, that is very, very important because this has to do with your lifestyle and how happy you will be personally moving to another place where maybe you've never lived before or maybe don't even know anyone who lives there. So let's say you grew up in Hawaii and you don't really tolerate temperatures below 60 degrees. And I wouldn't blame you if you grew up in Hawaii and didn't want to be anywhere where the winds blew and it was 20 degrees below zero. But if you're offered a job in Minnesota and it's a really cool job, If it's really well paid and there are great benefits and great potential for career growth, it might be worth it to move from Hawaii to Minnesota. But if you're going to be absolutely miserable and if you're dragging your family with you and they're going to be absolutely miserable because it's super cold for a long part of the year and it's dark and you're away from the ocean and the palm trees and everything you love about Hawaii, you need to really measure if it's worth it for you to do that. Likewise, if you are offered a job, let's say, in Tucson, where it's really, really hot in the summer, 110, 115 degrees, and it's super dry, and you're a water worshiper, is it really worth it? You need to look at the climate zones where you feel you can actually be relatively happy because this has to do with your lifestyle and lifestyle cannot be overlooked, my friends. Yes, money's important, tuition reimbursement's important, benefits are really important, vacation time, all that kind of stuff. But you need to look at the lifestyle you want to live. If you're offered a job that's let's say, nights, and you realize that working nights is going to turn your life on its head. You're never going to see your kids. You're never going to have time with your spouse. You're going to be totally miserable missing out on daytime fun when you're sleeping and you'd rather be out in the sun playing or hanging out with your kids after school. 
you need to decide, is that worth it for you? I've met and talked to a lot of nurses who work nights. Some people love it. If it doesn't fit with your lifestyle, it's not necessarily worth it for you. Now, like my client who was just offered two different jobs in two cities in very different regions of the United States, far from where she lives with her family at this time, you really need to assess those particular, let's say, cities where you've been offered jobs. You need to consider if you can actually be personally happy in those places. And it's good to go and hang out in those cities or talk to people who live in them if possible. You can also assess the cultural amenities that are offered. If you like living in a place that's very green, where there's parks and people go running and play tennis and have places to walk their dogs, you don't necessarily want to walk to a city where it seems like no one ever spends any time outside. You also need to assess if you like film and theater and music and nightlife, you don't want to move to a place that's a retirement community where you're serving an elderly population and there's nothing to do at night. Travel nurses have this experience all the time, but they're only traveling for 13-week stints at a time. So if they're in a boring, boring place where they're not very happy, they can choose to never go back there and work in places for their 13-week contracts that are fun, that really feed them, that feed their lifestyle and the things they like to do. So we all have things we like to do. We all have a sense of the lives we want to live. And if you move to a place where you're going to be generally happy and able to do the things that you love to do and see the kind of things you love to see, then that's going to make taking that particular job much more worthwhile. Something else to consider if you're weighing several different job options is that a well-paying position that doesn't really serve your long-term career goals might not necessarily be worth taking. At the same time, a position that maybe doesn't pay as well but offers you incredible professional growth incredible experiences and people to hang out with and committees to serve on and the ability to go back to school and get a certification and be supported in your professional growth and the advancement of your career, that is something to truly weigh as well. So these options can be dizzying. I know it can be really difficult. And if you are not geographically tied and you're applying to jobs all over the country, there are so many different pieces to assess. You may need to give up a little bit in terms of lifestyle if you find a job that's really going to serve your long-term career goals. And at the same time, you may choose to make sure you move somewhere where you're going to be super happy because you don't have any long-term goals at this time. You just want to find a position where you can dig deep for a couple years and figure out what the next step is in your career. We don't always have our long-term career goals set. And sometimes we just need a new opportunity to open our eyes to what's possible. Friends, if you're blessed by multiple job offers, the world is your oyster on many levels. It can be an exciting time. It can be a confusing time. It can be maddening because every time you think you've made up your mind, 
the other job then seems more attractive and you're then back to square one and you can't make a decision. Also, once you do accept a job, you might start to have buyer's remorse and realize that, oh my God, I should have taken the other position. What was I thinking? And no matter how many people you talk to, Every person is going to have an opinion, and a lot of those opinions are going to be different. Some people will tell you to go to Cleveland. Some people will tell you to go to Atlanta. Some will say, oh, definitely take that job in Houston. And you may be confused and filled with so many opinions that it's really hard to nail down what you think and what you want. If you are offered a position, It is a big boost to your self-esteem, to your self-confidence, especially if you've been looking for a long time. Being offered a job can just sometimes put you on cloud nine, especially if it's your dream job or a job that really fulfills and ticks off a lot of the boxes on your checklist for what you've been looking for. And like my client who I mentioned earlier, if you're offered multiple jobs, well, That is just amazing, and it's an incredible feeling to have a number of jobs to choose from. If you're ever in that very lucky and fortunate position, consider all of these factors I've reviewed and think about what will make you happiest on a personal level, especially if you have a family who you're bringing along with you, but even if you don't have a family you're bringing along. Also, you have to think about your career longevity, your career development, what job is going to give you the potential for advancement and growth that you're looking for and where you're really going to be valued and taken care of. I know it's confusing. I know there's a lot to think about. This is a really big deal, especially if it involves relocation, but managing multiple nursing job offers and being able to look at it with a clear mind and make a prudent choice Based on all of these multiple factors that need to be weighed, it can be difficult, but it can be done. And if you do this process well, if you make a great choice, if you choose according to what you really need and what you really want, and finally, ultimately, what your gut tells you, you're going to be happier and healthier and more successful for it. So friends, there you have it. That is episode 131 of the Nurse Keith Show. I needed to talk about this issue because my client texted me today and she had two job offers or has two job offers on the table and I'm super proud of her. I think it's amazing. And you might be surprised how many people out there sometimes get more than one offer at once. These are a lot of factors to weigh and it's an important thing to think about. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered from this episode. I hope you'll share it with other people who you think might benefit from it. Whether they have one offer or two or three on the table, these are all the factors that need to be considered when a job offer has come your way. And did you know that you could become a patron of the Nurse Keith Show? That's right. Listener Wendy Davidson has pledged a monthly amount to the Nurse Keith Show to support me in the production and the research and everything that goes into making this show. I'm super grateful to Wendy and Scott Sullivan and Bradley Sandoval and Christine Robertson and all the other people who've pledged a monthly amount. If you would like to pledge and get some gifts in return for a monthly 
pledge to the Nurse Keith Show as a patron, go to patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Nurse Keith and see what you would like to pledge to support. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by Tim Hollowell of thepodcastinggroup.com. Tim and his team are awesome. I'm always grateful to them for making The Nurse Keith Show sound great and to be as high quality as it is. Social media and promotion are handled by the wonderful Mark Cappy Spiesen. My hat's off to both Mark and Tim and Tim's team for being there for me all the time and making The Nurse Keith Show as successful as it is. Please consider signing up for my newsletter over at nursekeith.com. You can leave me a voicemail at nursekeith.com by clicking on the red banner on the far left-hand margin of the site. Check out Pulse Media Network at pulsemedianetwork.com. And did you know my new book is out? That's right. It's called Aspire to be Inspired, and it's really chock full of inspiration for the nurse's heart and mind. This is not chicken soup for the nurse's soul, but it is inspiration, Nurse Keith style, a little bit of tough love. There's a link in my bio at the bottom of the show notes, and or you can just search for it on Amazon, Aspire to be Inspired, Creating a Nursing Career That Matters. Folks, I want you to stay positive, care for yourself and others, take inspired action in the interest of your career, and tune in again as we explore how to make your nursing career more satisfying, successful, and inspired, yes, inspired, than you ever imagined. Be well, dig deep, seek joy, keep in touch, and adios till next time from beautiful Santa Fe, New Mexico. 